Before we get started, I want to try something with you all. My goal is to get Founders Journal to 500 reviews on the Apple Podcast app by the end of this week. Reviews are the number one way for more people to see your podcast, aka more people to listen to Founders Journal and become a part of this community. And so here's a little cherry on top that I'm going to throw in. If we get to 500 reviews on the Apple Podcast app by the end of this week, I'm going to host a Zoom happy hour for all of my listeners. It'll be a great way for you to meet other people in the Founders Journal community. It'll be a great way to meet me, to ask questions. I'll answer those questions. So now or after the show, head to the Apple Podcast app and give Founders Journal a review. Now, onto the show. What's up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and executive chairman of Morning Brew. Welcome back to Founders Journal, my personal audio diary where I give you, the business builder, the tools you need to think better in order to build better, whether that's building a business, a team, or a new product. Today, I'm talking about a new way of learning that I'm really excited about and I haven't ever done before. Let's hop into it. This week, I spent a ton of time researching the wild west of cryptocurrencies, blockchain technology, decentralized finance, and the creator economy. And what I'll say about these topics is they make me feel like an absolute idiot because when I read things about it, I understand about 30% of what I'm consuming. And it feels like as I go down each of these rabbit holes, the rabbit hole around crypto, the rabbit hole around Ethereum, blockchain, decentralized finance or DeFi, it feels like each rabbit hole gets deeper and deeper and there's no end in sight as I learn more. But what I'll also say is like, that's what gets me so excited that I have such a steep learning curve to overcome with all of these topics. I'll probably do a future Founders Journal about what I'm learning about DeFi, the intersection of crypto and creators and why I decided to buy Bitcoin recently. But this episode is actually about the unique way that I've chosen to learn about each of these topics. And that is through learning groups. The concept is simple, but I find so few people actually learning a new skill or topic in this way. Like, think about it. Have you ever done a learning group before? Other than you being assigned to do a project in school and having a group, when else have you learned on your own in a group setting? So what I want to do is explain what a learning group is and why I think it can accelerate your learning and creative thinking in anything you want to go deeper on. A learning group consists of a group of people who have a shared interest in learning a new topic like blockchain or learning a new skill like the piano, and they come together to learn, discuss, and hold each other accountable. Learning groups function best when there's a group leader who holds everyone accountable to do the things that are necessary to stay engaged and accelerate their learning. This includes a weekly or bi-weekly call, ideally with prep reading and prompts to kick off the conversation. This includes a group text. I'm in two learning groups right now. One does it through Telegram. The other group does it through just iMessage. And the group text is meant for constant conversation that happens in between your live weekly or biweekly meetings. And also it's on the group leader to have one source of truth, whether that source of truth is in Google Doc, Excel, or Notion that lists out all of the resources that the group is using to learn, and then any notes that are taken during meetings. It's not a requirement, but also a big plus in learning groups is when the group leader is actually an expert as well in the topic or the skill that you're looking to learn. It simply adds credibility to the group. 
as a participant, it makes you confident that the content being curated that you're responsible for consuming before having conversation around it is the most important content to consume. And it also fills in the gaps when a group member doesn't know the answer to a question and other members don't either because they're learning just like the person who had the question. So for example, my learning group about decentralized finance or DeFi consists of three of us that are all within, let's call it the same universe of knowledge around the topic. I would say I probably know the least out of the three people that I'm talking about it with, but we're all within the same ballpark. It's not like one of us has been spending the last six years in DeFi and one of us is within six days of starting to study it. Whereas my group that is about crypto and the creator economy is led by an expert in the topic who is using this group as a training ground to ultimately create their own paid course. So the, the group leader for my crypto and creator economy learning group, he's an engineer for a creator economy meets cryptocurrency startup. He's an engineer for them. He knows everything about the space. He's been you know, thinking about it every day for the last probably like three years. It feels like we have a teacher guiding us, not just a group leader. And one last tip about learning groups before I go into kind of why I think they're so special, try not to have more than eight people in them. So if you decide to start a learning group or become part of one, you want enough members to feel like you have a range of perspectives and a variety in the level of knowledge around the subject that people have such that there's always interesting conversation, but you don't want too many people where members start to become inactive or complacent or fly under the radar because they know that people won't notice their participation. While it's two weeks into these two learning groups that I'm a part of, I am convinced already that these are the best format for me personally to learn about something new, really anything new. And there's three reasons why. First, I think learning groups are the best post-college format to hold someone accountable. I am actively engaged in our group chats. I am actively engaged in our live conversations. And I set aside the time to read the content that our group leader or other members recommend for the group to read. So why is that? Because not only is this a topic that I'm already interested in, you know, use decentralized finance as the example, but there's also an aspect of groupthink and caring what others think that I actually think in this context is healthy. Personally, when I see two to four other people in my learning group that I respect putting in the work to understand a topic, I feel even more motivated to do the same exact thing. And in that same regard, I don't want to be the one person who isn't joining the conversation in the text group or who isn't speaking up during live sessions and asking questions. To me, this is actually a, a healthy discomfort or a, a healthy fear of social embarrassment in front of those that I care about that drives me to do the work and stay engaged. So one is that learning groups hold me accountable because I want to show up for the other people that are in my group. The second is it's just a fun way of learning. The way that I think of learning groups is how I think about exercise. You know, I exercise, I don't know, somewhere between four and seven days a week. This week was really bad. It's probably three days. And I work out because I know it's good for my body and it's good for my psyche, but I find it pretty unbearable when I'm doing it. Kind of like any form of exercise, whether it's stepping on a Peloton, whether it's doing push-ups, whether it's doing CrossFit. And learning isn't the exact same, but I still find it difficult at times if I'm learning on my own 
to go read and learn on an island by myself, even if it's a topic that I'm interested in, or even if I know that reading and, you know, retaining the information is going to be good for me long term. And so to me, learning groups are to picking up a skill or a topic, what playing a sport like basketball or soccer is to working out. It just makes getting smarter more fun. There's a shared energy created by a group of equally interested people that keeps everyone motivated as they inevitably go through these cycles of excitement and boredom throughout the journey of learning. So that's the second is it is just a more fun way of learning. It is the basketball or soccer or sport equivalent to exercise. It's that equivalent to learning. The third and final benefit that I'm finding from learning groups a few weeks in is they put you in the driver's seat. When people think of learning, especially learning about a new topic, they think of just reading everything you can about that topic, right? So like, let's just use the example of decentralized finance. Again, that's one of the groups I'm in. Most people, they were asked to go learn about decentralized finance. They would get a book. They would bookmark a ton of articles. They would watch YouTube videos and they would just consume all this content in a really passive way. The issue there is that's not learning. Learning is an active process that includes consuming content, reflecting on that content, questioning it, and then creating your own ideas or your own products from what you've learned through consuming and reflecting on the content. And learning groups are set up in a way that you don't sit on autopilot, that you don't just consume, consume, consume without doing anything in an active fashion. But instead, when you're in a learning group, you read actively, you question what you don't understand, and you discuss with the group what you're most interested in. So just to give you a quick example, in this DeFi group, I posed a question to Dickie, who is one of the members of our group. And the question was, I said this to Dickie, I said, what are specific examples of why decentralized finance applications are 10 times better for consumers than what traditional banks and financial services does? And this question that I asked Dickie not only required him to recall what he read from the book he read and the articles he read, it also ensured that he understood it. And it also forced him to think creatively and entrepreneurially about where he sees true opportunity for this new frontier of finance. At the same time, not only did it force him to think harder, but it also forced me to read actively the content that we had assigned for the week and be an active participant in our live conversation to make sure I was asking Dickie a smart question that would get him to think harder. And that's why I love learning groups. It is a free and easy format that holds you accountable. It gets you to learn actively and it just makes learning something that's new and fun and also social. If you have any questions at all about learning groups, say you want to set one up yourself or you want to figure out how to join them or you've already set one up and you're trying to figure out the best way to navigate it, just shoot me an email and I'm happy to help you create your own or work through your own. Shoot me an email at alex at morningbrew.com. As always, thanks for listening to Founders Journal. And if you have any questions or ideas for the show or you just want to say hi and introduce yourself, shoot me a note at alex at morningbrew.com. I absolutely love connecting with this community and the amount of emails, the growth in downloads. This community is the most vibrant it's ever been, and this is just day one. Thanks again, and I'll catch you next episode.
take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.